This just in. Aaron Rodgers bought a tube of toothpaste. At this point, it's my intention to play for the Jets. Anything that falls short of this Jets team not winning the division, oh boy, watch out. This is Rodgers Watch 2023 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. When it comes to me, they don't know So a couple interesting nuggets here with regard to Aaron Rodgers. And I hesitate to call this breaking news, Stephen and Sandy, but it's it's another thing. So Albert Breer who has covered the NFL for Sports Illustrated for a number of years, says he believes that Aaron Rodgers' watch could be soon coming to an end. He doesn't really get into specific details, but admits that a deal could be done as early as next week and will certainly be done before the draft. So I think we're all looking for a deadline. Like, what is the deadline? And a deadline is April 27th. They wanted the NFL draft. Mm -hmm. And if the Packers want to get a draft pick from the Jets for this year, well, then you're going to need to get a deal done on draft day or up until draft day, but not after the draft, right? Not getting that pick if the draft is done. So it's something to pay attention to here because that would put us inside a month of a deal getting done. Now, do you believe in your heart of hearts, Stephen, that a deal for Aaron Rodgers gets done before the draft? Yes. And here's why, because you talk about April 27th. I look at April 17th. That's the first day of Packers' off-season workout program. And there is a potential scenario where Aaron Rodgers shows up to that. Mm. I mean, could you, so could you imagine show up? dressed you as imagine, Nick Cage in Conair? Right? The the irony in that, after all of you know him being raked through the mud, not working out with his rookie receivers last year, entering what many thought was the first year of his three year contract to talk about building a championship culture in Green Bay with a young core, and he didn't show up with those rookies, but then he shows up with these rookies that are expecting to catch passes from Jordan Love this upcoming season just to prove a point. You can't put anything past this guy no, you at can't. this point. And that's why I think April 17th is a fascinating date It is for okay. this offseason for the Packers. I, I think that Green Bay, while they hold the leverage right now, I do think that that date, something's going to happen right around there and maybe force the Packers' hand. I think they're going to end up getting a couple of second-round picks for Rodgers. So that would put us inside three weeks. Now, the other nugget today from Ian Rappaport, who covers the NFL for the NFL Network, Says to Pat McAfee, I don't think the Jets were ever going to include that 13th pick in the first round as part of the trade. But to Stevens' point, the Jets now own like back-to-back picks in the second round, which both could be coming Green Bay's way. So it seems to me it's a pie-in-the-sky effort to try and get that first-round pick. Uh, but keep an eye on it, right? I mean, we're, we're inside of three weeks from Stevens' deadline, a little less than a month away from the NFL draft beginning. I will be surprised if Aaron Rodgers belongs to the Packers after April 27th. I would be very surprised. I think based on the dance and how the Jets, we all know that they are aching for a real team to get a real championship. I think they're willing to put a lot of stuff on the line, and they're willing to woo him and probably put themselves at a disadvantage and that would be perceived a disadvantage in order to try to build what they see as a championship-winning team with Aaron Rodgers. We will not have Rodgers watch on Monday. It watch something happen on Monday. <laughs> like opening day, we're in like the sixth inning of the Brewers game, and he gets traded to the Jets. Like, oh, come on. Come on. Don't, yeah. now, it's out of Aaron's control, but that would be an Aaron move if oh, he is it? did have control. Yeah. That's oh, for is sure. it? Yeah, right. He'd like to think he's in control of that. 416 on WTMJ. we got the week in review coming up on the other side. Dave Spano joins us to talk markets at 516.
More after this in WTMJ. What a week, huh? What a week, eh? What a week. Let's rap for a second. Another horrific school shooting, confusion over carcinogens at a Milwaukee apartment complex, a presidential first, and more. It's all part of the Weekend Review, brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. What we do here is take it back. Let's start off with some local. Arrowhead, they have banned Miley Cyrus's Rainbowland recording. For some reason, when this was taken to the music teacher, the music teacher made the decision that the children shouldn't even hear it. Canceling Rainbowland as arguably inappropriate for first graders, to me, is absolutely, what's the word I'm looking for? Crazy. Rainbows are rainbows. At least 26 have died after a tornado touched down in Mississippi. Help us. Help us. Help our people. Another day, another school shooting. This one coming out of Nashville, Tennessee. Metro is, Metro Midtown is on a school shooting. Fourth of multiple victims down. Nashville Fire saying that they were treating multiple victims. We know again three children are dead. When the officers got to the second level, they saw a shooter, a female, who was firing. The officers engaged her. She was fatally shot. This is the ultimate crime when school children and caregivers are the victims of senseless gun violence. Massive protests have been held across Israel with people taking to the streets to voice their opposition to a controversial justice reform bill and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's decision to fire his defense secretary who spoke out against it. The Milwaukee streetcar will be out of commission for some time after it was involved in a crash with a garbage truck this morning. It took a couple hours but they put it back on the track and then with the police escort it was driven backwards back to the maintenance facility. The sense of confusion lingers several days after 150 people were evacuated from their homes at an apartment complex near 32nd and Center on Milwaukee's north side Saturday. Residents were forced to leave because of elevated levels of trichloroethylene. Dr. Curtis Hedman says the greatest concern may be developmental effects, and he confirmed there were pregnant residents at the apartment complex. Those include uh, fetal heart defect, immunological and neurological system changes. Ross the defense of Neesmith spins around on this is going to be an easy two-hand dunk. Punishing dunk from the great freak right over Jalen Smith. Take that! It has to work for, for both parties, and I think we're both committed to you know figuring that out. But it's really kind of in their court right now, so we'll kind of see where it goes. The choice is yours. According to the Milwaukee County Medical Examiner, 42-year-old Nicholas Josefowski was switching out overhead lights when he was found down on a scissor lift by a co-worker. It is a windy and chilly March afternoon on the north side of Chicago, but opening day 2023 is here. Stroman violated his 20 seconds allotted between pitches, and so he's assessed an automatic ball for that. They got to throw that ball out of play and keep it as a keepsake, right? <laughs> Burn stretches in the 0-1. Swing a ground ball, right field, base hit. Scoring is Master Boney. First to third goes Horner, and that throw cut off. Then Adamas throws back in behind the runner at first Swanson and threw it away. Taking off for the plate is Horner, and he scores on Willie's error. Remain calm. Oh, it's a wow. We do have breaking news coming into the newsroom. 
According to multiple reports, former President Donald Trump will be indicted. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office had been investigating a hush money payment sent to former adult film actress Stormy Daniels during Trump's 2016 presidential campaign to cover up an alleged affair. A lot of my friends are Trump supporters. I hope this guy goes down like nobody's business. He was a better uh, president than Biden. I think he's done for. They're just going after him because he was he was amazing for us. He was the only president who was ever for America. What a week, huh? What a week, eh? What a week. And that is the Week in Review, brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Hey, Steven. Hey, Greg. <laughs> Put the headphones on. I can, I can hear said Danger Zone. That's right. This is my walk-up song. Oh, so you're all suited uh, up, walking up to the batter's box. Absolutely. This is your song? If you hear the beginning to this song... You know the person in that batter's box means business. That is solid. That you, is a maverick mess? type tune, that's right? for sure. You call it a strike zone, I call it a danger zone. <laughs> I don't Big know. Big fella. Kenny Loggins doesn't exactly uh, rev me up when okay. I'm going into the batter's box. Wow, I do. I think that is a solid choice, Greg. I that feel is, pretty good about it. You feel it. that, yeah. You know, that initial chord, you need to feel it in a walk-up You know what song. the most important thing about a walk-up song is? Tell me. How it makes you feel yeah. as the batter. That's so true. if you're feeling good, you're going to get pumped up. Believe right. it. Well, all right, then. What, what's your choice? Do, shall I play a little? Do you, you want to set it up? Cue the music. <laughs> okay, so now this also begins with that musical stab, right? Not just any musical stab. The drum solo of all drum solos that, the way I look at it is, I would feed off the crowd. Greg. I want the crowd to get involved with the drumming going into me hitting the batter's box. So you think the, but the drum solo, it, it has to hit yeah. as I step into the batter's box. And then bam, first pitch. Yeah, you're gonna have to, which is tricky now because pitches are coming a little more frequent than usual. But I like I like the idea here. We're kind of in the same time frame. Kenny Loggins and Genesis Phil here. Collins, yeah. It is interesting. We were talking with Major Garrett from CBS, and he went to spring training games like both of you did, and he was saying that is something with the new rules and the timing, that there's not a lot of time to get no, your strut now. on. That is true. It, it Time is going by much quicker in the course of just the, at any given game that you watch. Time is going to go by much quicker. Interesting. What do you have? Uh, this is mine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strut up like with this. The Breeders? No, it's a band called Elastica. The song is called Connection. Oh. See, people can clap along this. I'm going to strut up. Got my bat on my shoulder. I am ready to go. I like it. I don't know why I thought it was Cannonball by The Breeders. It's That's very uh, Cannonball-ish, yeah. It's the uh, same, yeah, yeah, same that, family. Cannonball has a more what, like... What movie is this from that I can't place? I don't know, but it would make it would be great in a movie. I'll look it up before you... Scratch your head and go crazy, because that, that will bug you. But I yeah. like it, though. So either, the common trait, I think, in each one of our songs is that there's like an instant pop. Yeah. Like, you know what's going on when Game each time. one of these songs starts. Yeah. 
And you also want to throw a little bit of intimidation to the pitcher. Like, you, like we mean business. This isn't like a rollover me. All right. All right. You get one shot at this. The uh, old <laughs> National Bank talking text line is open. What's your walk-up song? Right in honor of opening day, Monday at American Family Field. If you get asked to participate, and if the Brewers get four hits again and again and again, you might be called to participate in some sort of fan interaction challenge. That would be fun. Step into the batter's box against Jacob DeGrom. You're going to need a walk-up song. 855-616-1620 if you want to hit us up here on the old National Bank Talk and text line. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. It's going to be an interesting week next week for a variety of reasons. Opening day on Monday, spring election on Tuesday. Also on Tuesday, former President Donald Trump expected to be arraigned in Manhattan. About 1.15 Central Time, according to those at CNN. There's so many different angles and questions with regard to this entire story. Uh, We want to sort out one specific angle, and that's with Andy Field of ABC. Trump is the leading contender for the Republican nomination. So how does this affect all that? Andy, welcome to the program. I guess I'll start with wondering, first of all, do you believe in any way that Trump's chances at earning the Republican nomination will be hurt by any of this? Not according to polling, uh, especially among Republicans, um, a vast majority, 60 to 70 percent, think this is all politically motivated. Uh, it's not going to stop them from voting for him, although a pretty good percentage, upwards of 50 to 60 percent, think he did something wrong, that it was unethical, but they don't think that charges should be bought, brought against him. And by the way, I do have some breaking news for you. Uh, former President Trump, uh, according to sources uh, talking to ABC News, has been charged with around two dozen counts, including felonies. That's according to sources who are familiar with the sealed indictment. Now, we don't know exactly what those charges are. Those will be revealed on Tuesday. But uh, from the sources that know what's in this, they've told us that uh, he will be charged with around two dozen. That's 24 counts. That's a lot of counts, including felonies. Uh, the exact charges, of course, will be unsealed uh, when Donald Trump appears on court on Tuesday. There have been rumors that there might even be as many as 30. So now you know that it will be two dozen of the charges. Uh, that's according to sources that say they've seen these things. And we've got some pretty good investigative reporters who uh, double and triple and quadruple check these things. So it's not just one source that we're getting this from. It could, you know, It could be more than that, but that's what we're being told right now. As we learn more and more about this developing situation, so you are finding out in some opinions that this indictment really may not slow down Trump's campaigning and his possibility for getting a nomination? It's it's unlikely to slow down his Republican campaign. He is still far and away the leading candidate for the Republican Party. Uh, uh, In most polling, the only one coming close is Ron DeSantis, and he hasn't even declared for office yet. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley has declared for office, and she's getting less than 1% of, of any of these polling, so she doesn't seem to be a significant factor here. Uh, but that doesn't translate to a general election. Uh, as we saw in the last election, the, the former president lost by what, 7 or 8 million votes, which is a lot of votes uh, in the popular vote and, of course, in the Electoral College. But uh, we don't know what the situation would be. Uh, independents and Democrats certainly are no fans of Donald Trump, and they also uh, are saying in this polling that they are are more inclined to think that he indeed should be charged with this. But 
here's the bottom line. The, the charges, whatever they might be in this Stormy Daniels cover-up case, uh, one person's already gone to prison for them, and that's Michael Cohen, the president's lawyer. And uh, perhaps this grand jury got information that said, well, gee, uh, Michael Cohen was sent to prison for it. He was doing it on the behalf of Donald Trump. What, if any, liability does Donald Trump have? And we'll find that out when the indictments are unsealed on Mon- on Tuesday. Yeah, we expect that to be about one fifteen Central Time on Tuesday afternoon. ABC's Andy Field. Enjoy the weekend, Andy. We'll check in again soon. Thanks, guys. Yep, you bet. It's 444 on WTMJ. In case you missed it, coming up on the other side. 447-ish on a Friday. Time to go through some of the more offbeat stories, things you may have missed from the week that was, we like to call it. In case you missed it. I'll start. Yesterday, opening day throughout Major League Baseball. How do you feel about the ballpark proposal? Proposals at any sporting events are a hard no for me. Oh, you mean romantic. I, I, with all yeah, yeah, the, not like a new stadium. Uh, right, yeah, it's like, wow, <laughs> breaking news. Yeah, oh, so, so, yeah, will you marry me on the big screen? At the ballpark, right? Okay, I'm, I'm not here It means a lot to it. people. What if sure. you met there, or, you know, this is, it has its place. It may not be my cup of tea, but I certainly think it has its place. I feel like if I had proposed to Emily, she would have said yes, and then given me a broken nose like she would not have enjoyed that level of the level public, of public attention, attention not yeah. have appreciated that at all but for some it's and great. that's a lot of pressure well here's a ballpark proposal that went terribly wrong yesterday at dodger stadium a fan stormed onto the field spun around in center field on one knee opened the ring and held it toward the sky i mean who's he hoisting this thing oh. at and shouted out will you marry me his name is ricardo juarez He's wearing a Mookie Betts Dodgers jersey. And he was blindsided like a quarterback who didn't see the linebacker coming. Just absolutely destroyed as he's down on one knee by security. He was ushered off, put in handcuffs, and arrested. He later took to social media via TikTok with his now fiance sitting on his right knee wearing a ring. A ring. Oh. She ultimately said yes. Not sure how many hundreds of dollars it cost Juarez in the process. Uh, the, the amazing picture was the Dodgers center fielder just standing there with his arms up in the air like he was sort of cheering on the moment as uh, this guy in a Betts jersey was about to get blindsided by security. In my experience working with the Brewers, the security takes it very seriously. Like They almost have like wagers with other stadiums, like the fewest amount of seconds you can have any violator on the field. Now, if you have good friends who are with you, they will pay your fine. Yes, I, I've heard but this. I don't think they're going to cover his broken ribs, which is what it looked like happened. I think he's okay, but man, he got creased. It's just In a goofy you it. plan. Yeah. I would question your smarts. Like, no, you put everything in danger. It's it, a tad it, it was worth yes. it because I did see she said well, yes. Well, she did say yes in the long run. She had choices. Uh, in case you missed it, I found uh, a different baseball story. I didn't find romance, uh, but I found patriotism. I was very surprised by this. I do not like the St. Louis Cardinals. Let me put it out there. But I was very charmed at something that happened at the Cardinals game yesterday. Adam Wainwright, famous pitcher, all six foot seven of him. Uh, what did he do yesterday? He started the game like this. Oh, say can you see? Sounds a little country. He surprised his teammates. The PA announcer said, and now, performing the national anthem, Adam Wainwright. Well, 
And he did it. He, he said he was like seven times more nervous to sing in front of the sold-out crowd than any starting game he's ever been at. Who's brought strong? Well, this is a lot better than Carl Lewis, right? I'm thinking about athletes who have sung the national anthem. I remember once the Jerry Stackhouse, a former member of the Bucks, did the national anthem, <laughs> and that was great. Yeah, no Vito Brown though. Uh, yeah. Vito Brown, you're right. The former Wisconsin did Badgers forward did it a couple of years ago. With, you were right. I forgot about other that. college athletes. They all sang it. That was a really cool national. That's anthem. very interesting. <laughs> yeah, Carl Lewis fit into the Roseanne Barr category oh. of celebrities who you just don't want to ever see do that again. And that's such a difference because, again, not a Cardinals fan, but I respect that Adam Wainwright really wanted to do this, and he wanted to do it what he figured right. He wanted to sing it well. He wanted to sing it respectfully. He also wanted to sing it at a better tempo than he did. He admitted that was a little slow, and his teammates have hassled him for the pace of that. Well, you, you just put a pitch clock on it. I think that's all you need that's to do. I, you remember Carl, right? Remember this one? And the Rockets! Oh. Uh-oh. Make up for it now. He is, knew he didn't hit it. Is yeah. that Fergie? And then, <laughs> oh, that's rough. In uh, case you missed it. Poor Carl. You know what my favorite kind of mascots are? Live mascots. Yes, sir. And my favorite kind of live mascot is a dog. And this is the feel-good story of the Final Four. Because Jonathan the Husky of Yukon... <laughs> is officially headed to the Final Four. There was some drama there, though, because he did not have a seat on the flight, and he technically needed four seats between his two handlers and him for Delta to allow him to fly on their planes. Well, UConn fans stepped up and paid for those two seats so that they could get their mascot, Jonathan the Husky, to Houston for the Final Four. Wait, so they have a... Hmm. They have a costumed mascot as well. So where's the husky going to be during the game? I, I imagine almost visible, you know, like like Georgia Bulldog, or like maybe in a cage off to the corner, or Butler Blue. Butler Blue, well, that's what came to mind for me. Yeah. Do, do they have Butler Blue at games? Yeah, Butler oh, yeah. Blue sits in the corner games? of the gym. Okay, and but and Blue has a very very sweet uh, social media accounts and Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> like so, I, I, I'm but. <laughs> Jonathan Husky for 14. Look him up on uh, Twitter. There is a smiling good boy on the flight. <laughs> a full-grown Husky. Yeah, sitting, boosters will do anything for you now. Sitting next to his handler with a big smile on his face. See, he is headed to March Madness. Jonathan final brings four. them good luck. I think it's amusing that the dog's name is Jonathan. I had a dog named Bob once. <laughs> now, if, if UConn and Florida Atlantic end up in the championship game, I hope there's not a live owl in the arena. It's the hoot hoot against yeah, the wolf wolf. Just something like that. Yes, that, that would be an interesting mascot pool pick. I mean, just scandals and animals. I guess that would really sell for the Final Four. There's always fun with that. Yes. In case you missed it. I'm here for all the good boys. On a Friday. <laughs> in you, case you missed it. Have you guys been appreciating the, uh, the the lighter than usual days, right? You wake up and maybe the light's coming through and you're, you're oh, geez, it's 5.30 in the morning and the sun's already coming through my window. Mm-hmm. Are oh, you yeah. feeling that? It's a little yes. lighter out, longer, right? You're, you're liking the, the weather? The way Makes me feel closer to golf season. Okay. Uh, Greenland is giving the middle finger to falling back. They are out of the daylight saving game. Oh, Bailing. They're pulling in Arizona here or a Hawaii. They're not interested in participating anymore. And I'm trying to figure out why anybody is participating in daylight saving. Why anybody wants to fall back anymore. But Greg, it's good for the farmers. And what about the kids at the bus stop? 
It's 2023, man. It's hammer time. Can't we just move beyond this whole thing and keep it light past 4 o'clock in the winter? I feel like Greenland is so far north. Don't they risk being in those, like, land of the midnight sun type time frames? Yeah, you could play golf at midnight in Greenland, <laughs> in Iceland, in parts of Alaska. Well, this will be my final show at WTMJ. <laughs> I'm moving to Greenland. Yeah. <laughs> they are punting on the idea of falling back when it comes to fall. We should check in with them at this time next year and see if it's suiting them or not. We'll, we'll get Adam on Maybe the Department of study. Tourism for Greenland and see if they can join us. Uh, we are also trying to reach out to the uh, Department of Transportation to figure out why only in southeast Wisconsin do you have to get your emissions test. Big shocker, they will not return our call. <laughs> it's 4.55 in WTMJ.